that's one hell of a regift. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Christmas Week Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, by Dr. Seuss, published by Random House Books for Young Readers. If you're a fan of This Goose is Cooked and are in the giving mood this Christmas season, give a five-star rating on your podcasting app. It goes a long way. And if you're behind on your Christmas gifts, be sure to check out the This Goose is Cooked Zazzle Shop. Hats and t-shirts make a great stocking stuffer. And if you already have some of our gear, let us know. Take a pic and tag us on Instagram. Christmas week continues with a classic that I'm sure everyone knows. And if you haven't, that's what I'm here for. To make you more cultured. How the Grinch Stole Christmas follows the antagonist, whose name is the Grinch, as he decides he doesn't want to watch the town of Whoville celebrate another Christmas from high up in his mountain home. He decides to steal everything Christmas-related. When he does this, it sparks an interesting response from the town. Will the town hunt down the Grinch in a fit of rage? Or will they help the Grinch discover what Christmas is all about? Well, make sure your doors are locked and your security systems are on. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin learning about the town of Whoville. It's inhabited by, wouldn't you know it, creatures called the Who's. That's a little confusing, isn't it? You know Cindy? Who? Right! No. Who? Yes, that's who. Who's who? We're all who's. What are we talking about? Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou who? That's what I said. In Dr. Seuss's telling, they look a lot like the Grinch, and the Grinch looks a lot like them. All hairy, like dogs if they stood upright. They bear a striking resemblance to my fourth grade teacher. You didn't finish. Zero! We see our antagonist sneering from a cave up in a mountain with bloodshot eyes. He's unkempt and has clearly put on a few. No, it's not Seth Rogen, but we do know he's got better acting skills. It's the Grinch. And we learned if he liked Christmas as much as the other Who's. Quote, But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. End quote. For those of our friends from Chicago, that would be like Evanston. Or, for our New York City friends, it would be like Yonkers. And for our LA friends, I don't fucking know. The doctor gives us a bunch of different reasons as to why the Grinch doesn't like Christmas. And many don't make sense. Like, suggesting his shoes are irritating him. But, he doesn't have any shoes. He doesn't even have any clothes for that matter. But Dr. Seuss settles on the best theory, about the Grinch having a heart that's too small. No wonder he's out of shape. He can't get enough circulation going. I don't know how he's doing it up in that mountain. This guy, and I mean the Grinch, hates the Who's. He's an admitted Whoist. I can't believe he's so open about his bigoted views. Apparently he would watch the Who's get ready for Christmas every year, like your crotchety old neighbor watching to make sure no one touches their lawn. Is John putting up his Christmas lights again? I've got to put a stop to this. 
I hope you have a timer on those things. City ordinance. They have to be off by 11. Bastard's not going to ruin my night's sleep like he did last year with that 11.30 shit. The Grinch talks to himself and says he's got to come up with a plan to stop Christmas because he can't stand the sights, sounds, and smells. Like hearing the little Who's play all day with their toys. See, I'm the opposite. I can't stand all the little Who's crying all day because they don't know when to give it up. Johnny, let's take a bathroom break and get some food. No! He also doesn't like having to smell their cooking all day. Now that I can agree with. Like when the guy in G9 stinks up the whole apartment building because he thinks his room is his own personal fish-curing locker. Oh! But what the Grinch hated most was their singing. Sounds like they have the same problem as my church. A bunch of white people who don't have rhythm. Amazing. Great. Ha. Sweet the. Sad. Ha. Sweet the. Sad. You know, these all sound like pretty reasonable grievances. Whoa, wait. I almost didn't catch that. I had no clue the Grinch was 53 years old. He's a middle-aged man. No wonder he's so unkempt. Every 53-year-old bachelor looks like that. While he's stewing over Christmas, it hits him. And you can tell he thinks his idea is earth-shattering. Considering how stoned he looks, I have my doubts. His idea is to dress himself and his dog up like Santa and a reindeer. No beard, just a jacket and a hat. Then he sneaks into the Who's homes while they're sleeping, and he steals everything that has to do with Christmas. No facial covering? No gloves? I knew this would be a terrible idea. He didn't think this one through. This town isn't going to have too many suspects. How do you think did it? Well, Doug said he forgot a present this year. Or could it be the weird guy who hates Christmas on the top of the mountain and shouts whoest epithets at us all day? Well, it doesn't take too long for his cover to be blown. A toddler named Cindy Lou Who spots him when she was up looking to wet her whistle. And she asks him, What the hell are you doing shoving our tree up the chimney? And the Grinch thinks on his feet, telling her he's fixing it. That's the first clever thing he's done. Though, he is outwitting a child. Doesn't take too much. And she buys it, hook, line, and ornament. The Grinch gets a little too cocky now, and he helps the girl get a glass of water and gets her back into bed. He better hope her dad doesn't wake up. What the hell are you doing in my daughter's room? The Grinch gets lucky and makes it out unscathed. And by the time he left, Cindy Lou Who's house was empty. He even took the log on the fire. Must be one of those environmental activists. I'm surprised he didn't glue his hand to something. He goes on to raid every house in Whoville. Quote, It was a quarter past dawn. Dot, dot, dot. All the Who's still abed, all the who's still a snore, when he packed up his sled, packed it up with their presents, the ribbons, the wrappings, the tags, and the tinsel, the trimmings, the trappings, end quote. Not all the trimmings. This guy's sick. Take everything, but not that. And the Grinch takes his sled up the mountain 
to get rid of the evidence. I have to say, that sled is so packed full, he looks like a dumpster diver after a big score. By the time he gets up the mountain, the Who's begin to wake up, and he stops to listen and watch for their disappointment. But what does he see and hear instead? He hears joyous caroling. Uh-oh, they're pushing this guy too far. These Who's better watch it. He might snap and round them up in the sleigh next. This is getting scary. The Grinch stands there, dumbfounded, about how this sight could even be possible. He stood completely still in the snow for three whole hours. Yep, they broke him. So what does he do next? I would say he runs around shouting gibberish with his pants on his head, but he's not wearing any pants. No, he goes zooming back down the mountain to the town. Look at Instead of doing something horrible, the good doctor claims his heart grew, and he ended up giving back out all the Christmas paraphernalia he stole. That takes some balls, showing back up to the crime scene with all the stuff you stole, and then giving it to them like it's your very own gift. Oh, thanks. What's this? I got my KitchenAid mixer back. I don't know what I would have done without this. Thanks, Grinch. I guess all the caroling completely changed the Grinch, because he learned that Christmas wasn't about all the commercialization. It's about spreading joy and being with friends and loved ones. The story comes to an end on him cutting the roast beast with all the little who's around him. He picked the right day to be forgiven for all of his crimes. What we just spoke about was the moral. It's that the stuff doesn't make Christmas. The people do. And because it's about the people, don't forget to be forgiving and spread the joy this holiday season. So what do I think of Dr. Seuss's work? Well, I've always thought he tended to be long-winded, but he's able to get away with it because his rhyme scheme is so damn good. And that was definitely the case with this one. What can I say? It's a Christmas classic with a moral that sums up Christmas quite well. As for his illustrations, they almost seem to not be finished, with some scenes looking like they were only done in pencil. And some of his choices as to where he put the color was a little odd, like the Grinch's eyes. But still he gets a huge plus because his drawings are unique to him, and you can spot Dr. Seuss's illustrations from a mile away. So, this Christmas season... Actually, what the hell am I saying? You've probably watched all three of the Grinch movies and read the book already. So, yeah, just enjoy. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 4.8. I'll have the full bird and a trimmings, but there'll be a little taste left if you want it. This goose is cooked. Christmas week edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.